Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Partnership Podcast. It's your host, Monica Lee, and this one is super special. We have got Beth, who interviews Claire Matai, the Senior Manager, External Financial Reporting and Policy, Emma Sullivan, the Assistant Company Secretary, and Kate Towler, the CSR Reporting and Assurance Manager. They'll be discussing the annual report and account and ethics and sustainability report, which has been published externally and is live for you all right now to check out. They'll give an overview of what the report entails to help partners understand what the reports are about and why they should absolutely read them. Let me just hand it over to Beth because there's a lot of info right now that I know you're all going to want to hear. Hello, my name is Bethany Nichols, and today I'm talking to Claire, Emma and Kate, who will be talking about the annual reports and accounts and the ethics and sustainability progress report that has been released this morning. Um, So first of all, uh, would you just all like to do a full introduction of yourselves and the role that you play within the John Lewis partnership? Um, Claire, would you like to start? Hello, yeah, I'm Claire Matai. I'm the Senior Manager for External Financial Reporting and Policy in the partnership, so I work in the finance team. Hello, I'm Emma Sullivan. I'm Assistant Company Secretary, so I work in the Company Secretariat team. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm Ethics and Sustainability Reporting and Assurance Manager, and I work in the Ethics and Sustainability team. Amazing. So we will kickstart. So first of all, uh, Claire, can you explain the difference between the full year results document in March and the 2021 annual reports and accounts and why partners should read it? Absolutely. So the annual report and accounts um, is a document that the partnership has a statutory obligation to publish. And we do that every April. It's a legal requirement and there are specific things that we need to include in there, which are aimed at large and medium sized businesses like ours. For example, um, our policy on anti-bribery and corruption, external risks that could impact the future of the partnership um, and executive pay. The results announcement that we make in March um, is a shorter announcement, although this year was a lot longer than it has been in the past. Um, But the annual report and accounts goes obviously into far more detail than that. And so the two, the the two sort of, I guess, um, have slightly different purposes um, within them. Um, The report, the annual report and accounts has three main sections, the strategic report, um, which is sort of the front third, the governance report, which is in the middle, and the financial statements, which is the, the back half, uh, or the sorry, the back third, I suppose. <laughs> um, and um, we, I would encourage um, all partners to read it, because um, as employee owners, um, it really is written for partners as shareholders um, and, and the main stakeholders of the partnership. And it provides a huge amount of information about the partnership in terms of what we've achieved over the year, but also... Um, the financial health of the partnership, um, and also some signposting some of our future plans. Amazing. Um, And just on top of that, Claire, you know, I found that it's quite a long report and it it does look a little bit different to, uh, sorry, it looks a bit different this year to previous years. Why is that? It is a long report and not to pretend. Um, It's always been a fairly long report. So um, I think last year was about 165 pages. 
And part of that is because it is a regulatory document. And so there's quite a lot of information that we have to include. And that obviously adds to it length. In the past, so um, last year and the years before that, we produced a, a designed version. Um, and because of the formatting in that, that allowed it to be a little bit shorter. So this year, we moved away from a designed version. And because of the formatting, that has made it seem a lot longer. But part of the reason that we've done that was sort of discussing with the executive team. We moved away from that design version to save some money, but also because, as, as I mentioned before, the March results statement um, was a lot longer and had a lot more detail in it. And so we decided that this was a good year to try and a different format for the annual report and accounts. Amazing. So, um, Kate, I've got a question for you now. So I understand you have also published on the same day the 2021 Ethics and Sustainability Progress Report 2. You know, why is that and why do you have to report on this as well? Yeah, so I'll answer the second part of um, your question first. So we publish a yearly ethics and sustainability report for a number of reasons. Um, in some ways, similar to the annual report and accounts, there are certain regulatory requirements that the partnership needs to demonstrate we're fulfilling or making good progress towards, such as reducing our carbon emissions and energy consumption, um, which, as we all know, is really important, and we have to report this on a yearly basis. The report um, is also a full review of the ethics and sustainability performance over the past financial year, and it evidences our progress against our six key strategy areas and performance against our key KPIs, um, many of which we're externally benchmarked on. So it's really important that our stakeholders have sight of those. So our stakeholders are really keen to know how we've performed and what the partnership is going to be focusing on going forward. Um, the report demonstrates all of this in one place, really transparently, and with that continued uh, stakeholder piece of them being very interested in what our business is doing, you can expect a lot more um, to be coming in terms of reporting and communications on ethics and sustainability this year. And then secondly, the, towards the first part of your question, the Ethics and Sustainability Progress Report happens to be um, launched on the same day as the annual report and accounts this year, because it also happens to be Earth Day. So Earth Day is an annual event to demonstrate support for environmental protection. This year's theme is on Restore Our Earth. So it covers natural processes, emerging green technologies, in, in and in it, uh, can't get my words out, sorry, innovative thinking that can re restore the world's ecosystems. So as well as the progress report publication on Thursday, you'll also see lots of customer comms on ethics and sustainability to coincide with Earth Day. So that comms will be coming out this week and next. Um, for example, in customer emails featuring sustainable home solutions and social media posts calling out some of our ethics and sustainability programs such as Beauty Cycle and the Sofa Reuse Scheme. Amazing, thank you. Um, so my next question uh, is, is for all three of you, actually. Um, so like you said, the um, annual report and accounts is 165 pages long, which is, you know, really long for partners to read all of it. Um, so is there any, you know, pages or sections that you would really recommend and encourage partners to read and understand in that report? Um, so I guess as employee owners, um, we as, as a team but just and generally we would encourage um everyone to read both reports so that you can and just get a good understanding of our financial performance and our ethics and sustainability performance over the past year and our plans for the future um so 
I appreciate it's a long read, but I think it, it is worth it, and over, perhaps over time, um, or to dip in and, and pick the sections that, that are of interest to you. For me, um, the viability statement, which I think is on page 57, um, is a really great view on the medium term financial health of the partnership. We look out over the next three years, looking at our budget and the plan and really stress test those assumptions to ensure that we can weather any potential storms that may come along. And as employee owners, I think it's really helpful to see that slightly longer term picture um, of our financial position and not just focusing on next year's profit or, or, or returns. And I, I suppose I'd also be a bit of a poor finance partner if I didn't also encourage people to actually look in at the detailed financials. Clearly, they're throughout the report. Um, with the key highlights up front. But the financial statements themselves start on page um, 119 and provide some re real detail in there. Um, and for those of you who perhaps aren't so used to looking at a set of financial statements, um, we've in we include purpose boxes um, in each section, which put some context around what we're reporting. So hopefully make it really understandable and digestible for everybody. Emma and Kate, is there any sections in the, in the sustainability report that you really recommend partners reading? Um, this, the sustainability report, I will probably leave in the capable hands of Kate, if that's okay. Um, of course. But, uh, but in terms of the annual report and accounts, given that um, my role in the company secretariat um, supports the executive team and the board and its committees in how the partnership is governed. Um, my sort of focus is on the governance report, which is the, the middle section of the report. And um, so I would encourage partners to have a look at the governance report, which starts, I think, on page 61. Um, anyone who's interested in finding out more about how the partnership is governed and the, how decisions are made um, will find more information in this section. It's all about how the partnership model which was first established by John Speed and Lewis nearly 100 years ago and has been refreshed and updated over the years to ensure it remains appropriate and aligns with modern standards of good corporate governance to safeguard the partnership for um, current partners and future partners. Section includes um, descriptions of the partnership's employee ownership model and also um, goes into more detail about the three governing authorities, the chairman, the partnership, board and its committees and partnership council and then secondly linked to this there's um, a statement in the strategic report which is the partnership's second statement on compliance with section 172 of the companies act which starts on page 41 now that sounds a bit dry um, but it's actually a statement on how the directors of the partnership board have discharged their duties in performing their role during the year. So it's it's actually fundamentally what the strategic report is there to tell partners. Um, so it, it also um, describes how different stakeholder interests have been taken into account in making decisions at board level and um, in the partnership as a whole. The statement explains um, section 172 itself and what it is for partners. Um, but it always also contains information about our key stakeholders, um, about their interests, ways in which the partnership board has engaged and act, acted during the year with regards to these groups when it makes its key strategic decisions. And particularly this year with regards to um, decisions um, impacted by COVID-19 and also the development and launch of the partnership plan 
um, and also contains some high key highlights of stakeholder engagement in the partnership from the year under review, which hopefully will bring this to light for partners. Amazing. Um, and Kate, would you like to finish off with um, what you think partners should read or recommend reading in the sustainability report? Yeah, perfect. So I was going to touch on the ARA first and say that some of our key highlights of our ethics and sustainability performance are in the front third of the annual report and accounts document. And there's plenty of clicks through to the um, ethics and sustainability report. And the ethics and sustainability report is quite a nice document um, in that it's not it's not too long. So I think it's about 30, 30 design pages and there's really tangible performance outcomes in there. And it's, it's quite an easy read. So a nice one if you wanted to look at ethics and sustainability uh, in more detail. One thing I would encourage partners to read in the annual report and accounts is our first disclosure as a partnership against the task force on climate related financial disclosure quite a long one there, um, which starts on page 38. So this is a new environmental legislation the partnership not only has to report to, but also take action on. So under the legislation, the partnership will have to assess the impacts of climate related risks and opportunities on our business and manage these. So this um, legislation, I think, really emphasises what an integral part ethics and sustainability now is to any business um, performance and their longevity. And it can no longer, I think, be overlooked as a nice to do. Not that we as a partnership ever did that, but it just really emphasises how important this is to all businesses going forward. So definitely worth a read. And um, we also mention and detail our progress against reducing our energy consumption and carbon footprint under streamlined energy and carbon reporting, which is found in the governance section of the annual report and accounts. Um, and this is also really important. And I know a key focus for the partnership going forward. So worth having a look at those numbers too and how we're performing. Lovely. So just as a final question, just to round things off, um, you know, how can partners feed into both reports for, you know, future years? And can anyone you know tell me a little bit about what are the aspirations for these reports going forward yeah so i mean if i start with the, the first part of your question and um, as as i've mentioned or <laughs> we've mentioned a lot um, about being employee owners you know partners really are and um, the key stakeholder of these reports and so we really are really interested in and really welcome um your your views and your feedback um, on how we can continue to evolve and, and improve the reports. Um, and so you can do that probably the easiest way is via um, partnership counsellors or your forum rep. Um, and so, yeah, we'd, we'd be really keen to hear from people on their thoughts. Fab. And in terms of ethics and sustainability, it's obviously now very integrated into all areas of the business, but please flag any achievements or success stories to um, on ENS to the ENS team. Um, sorry, ethics ENS is ethics sustainability. And um, so they can be included in our performance reporting going forward. I think your more partners are more than likely to be in touch with the ENS team if they're doing something around ethics and sustainability anyway, but great to just um, give, 
give a reminder. And also in terms of aspirations for ethics and sustainability reporting. So we want to be among the UK's most purpose-led and sustainable businesses. So in order to do that we um, and show that we're doing this, we really need to be able to evidence our performance and be more transparent and report on our progress more than once a year. So as I mentioned earlier, there'll be a lot more performance reporting coming from the partnership going forward. <clears throat> yeah, and, and on the annual report, um, we always um, have the aspiration to try to ensure that we're thinking about partners when we're writing it and making it as clear and concise as possible, um, because we are aware that it is um, a fairly long document. And some of that is unavoidable because, as we've already mentioned, we need to uh, fulfil the regulatory requirements um, of reporting. Um, but we will, um, we do always have the aspiration to try and make it as um, clear and concise and as, as short as we can possibly make it. Um, and also uh, continuing, obviously, to make it fair, balanced and, and understandable for partners as our key stakeholders. Amazing. Thank you so much, ladies, for coming along today and talking about this. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs>I hope you all super enjoyed this episode and also happy Earth Day. What a perfect time for this report to land. We love it. But yes, we will be back next week with another episode where you'll be hearing more about sustainability and ethics, which will be the last episode in the current series. Please make sure to subscribe so that you continue to remain up to date and notified when an episode is published. We'll be back next week, okay? So don't miss it. Put your alert on. We'll be here for you.